Welcome to the Building Healthy Organizations podcast. We understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I'm glad you joined us today for our continued journey to understand how to build a healthy organization. Over the past several weeks, we've looked at our proprietary four steps in the EQFIT process. And there's nothing really proprietary about the steps themselves when you think of assess, equip, align, and then succeed. But inside of each of those steps are a variety of proprietary methods, uh, products, things that we've developed over 30 plus years of doing this that really pull all of this together into a a pathway for success. And that's what I want to talk about today. Success means so many different things to different people. Everybody has their own idea of what success looks like, and that's as it should be. Everybody should have their own definition of success for themselves. I like to think of success as something that can be sustained. If you reach the mountaintop, that's a great thing. But not if it's only a one-time thing. While we cannot always live at the peak, we can visit it more often. How can we experience more success more often? That's the question. I think the best way to do that, and this is one of the proprietary methodologies that we've come up with, and that is create a success pathway. Every organization should have its own success pathway. Every team should have its own success pathway. Every individual should have their own success pathway. Every role in an organization should have its own success pathway. And that success pathway, I want you to think of it as building really good guardrails on either side of a lane so that people can run really, really fast in their lane. They can run as fast as they want to and not worry about going out of alignment, going off into the ditch, because the guardrails are the success pathway that has been set up with the right expectations, um, the right equipping, the right measures and metrics, everything coming together to create a straight pathway that is as level as possible for people to accelerate to their success as rapidly as they can. Success is an outcome as well. To reach that outcome, especially on a regular basis, we need that success pathway. So what is it? What is this success pathway? Well, we've, we've looked at it briefly. I want to get deeper into it, though. It's an intentional focus on what is important to generate that success. And then it's also a set of practices that ensure you will attain the success that you desire. So it's not just a plan. It's not just measures and metrics. It's not just equipping, which could be part of the practices like learning and development and growing new skills, new capacities, new competencies. 
but it really is a set of practices that you put in place. We've got an entire course on accountability and the practices of accountability and how that will accelerate success for individuals, for teams, and for organizations. Let me give you an example of what this looks like. There are times when I struggle with blinky shiny syndrome. And if you ask my lovely wife or other people who know me, and you've seen people, you know people like this, you know, it the new blinky shiny thing catches your attention and uh, I've heard it said in many different ways. I see all the possibilities, uh, the new opportunities, the cool new things I can explore. And this is great for innovation, but it's not so good for staying focused on my success pathway. So over the last many years, I have put in more practices, more disciplines around what that success pathway looks like, how I can maintain myself at the right pace, and pace is important, on that success pathway. If you're running a marathon and you start off like it's a sprint, it's not going to end very well. So we have to think about the race that we're running. We have to think about how long is the race? What are the issues? What are the challenges in the race? Are there hurdles? Uh, or is it all straight and, and level? There are so many things to think about. And that's why creating a liberating structure like a success pathway is so critically important. Um, let me share a story with you that I think will help you see what a success pathway looks like. I recently started working with a rapidly growing firm, a company that literally has doubled in size in the last 12 to 18 months. And in that time frame, they brought on a lot of new people. They've gone from about 40 people to 80 people in a very short period of time. And as you can imagine, there are a lot of challenges with that. Well, one of the challenges is when you need people and you bring them in and you double in size and now you have a dozen new managers, the structural processes aren't developed as quickly as the rest of the organization. So you've got the people resources, you've got the skill sets, you've got all of that, but you went from a 40-person group to an 80-person group very quickly. And every time you add a certain number of people, about 10 to 12 people, it really changes the dynamic of your organization. So with this organization, I've worked with them over the last few months talking about creating liberating structures. Liberating structures are structures that free you up so that you can spend the majority of your time on valuable efforts. So your time, focus, and energy are spent well. So many organizations are spinning their wheels, doing the same things over and over again because they don't have these liberating structures in place. Think of a framework or think again of those guardrails that we can set up for people that help them run really fast in their lane. They can take their skills, their abilities, their talents, their gifts, 
and they can do the very best job that they possibly can because they can focus on those things. There's not a lot of uncertainty. There's not a lot of ambiguity. They really have clarity around what they're supposed to do, what their expectations are. They understand those expectations. They understand how their role impacts everyone inside the organization and outside the organization. And this is what we call a success pathway. So let's break it down. A success pathway has several key components. Number one, goals. We need to have goals because they let us know how we're progressing uh, and when we reach success. Of course, I like using the SMART goal framework. We can set realistic goals that stretch us, but they have real impact. So goals are a key component of a success pathway. But goals without a plan are just a wish. And the plan is the next step. It's the next key element in a success pathway. We want to be thoughtful about our plan. Identify what is truly important to achieve. Then focus in on those things. So many plans, people put all kinds of stuff in a plan because it looks good. But is it truly critical to achieving the goals? And if it's not, then we really need to question, why are we doing those? If they don't bring real value, if they don't help us achieve the goals, should those activities be in the plan? The next key element is equipping. And that's a big part of what we do, is help to equip people to prosper. We need people to learn, to develop, to grow, to enhance their capacity, to increase their skills, to bring on new skills, to increase their bandwidth, especially when it comes to leadership. So equipping is an absolutely critical part of a success pathway, whether it's onboarding an entry-level employee and equipping them to be productive as soon as possible, or whether it's C-suite. Everyone needs to be a learner. The next key element in a success pathway are practices. Real, true, effective practices that will put in place those disciplines those things that will help you achieve the goals. Because you can have a plan, you can equip people, you can have the goals, but if you don't put them into action, if there is not application involved, you'll never reach those goals. Goals are then just aspirational, they're not applicational. So practices are very important. And again, which practices are the right practices for achieving these goals? And then one of the last things I'll talk about as a key element of this success pathway is creating a culture of accountability. I refer you to our Cultivating Accountability course online at eqfit.org. There's a lot of information in that course about really building this, this liberating structure of accountability and the practices of accountability. It's not just theory. This is not an academic approach. It is a truly practical approach to building a culture of accountability. That is where people can accelerate. When 
everyone is accountable for their expectations when personal ownership becomes a part of the DNA of a team or an organization. That is when a success pathway for that team, for that organization, and even for the individuals can really happen and they can be effective. And even more importantly, they can be sustained. And that's what we're looking for is sustainable success. And we have an equation in that course, that Cultivating Accountability course that I've come up with that is one of those proprietary processes that we use. Expectations plus understanding plus equipping plus measures and metrics plus consequences equals accountability. When you have those five variables in the right amounts, you will practice accountability on a regular basis. The more that we can infuse that into our teams, into our organizations, into our individual people, the better off we're going to be, especially now when we're facing uncertain economic times. We want everybody to be operating at their optimal level. So now let's talk about that next step. It's one thing to be accountable yourself. It's one thing to have your goal, your plan, to equip yourself, to have the right practices in place, and all of those things together. But what about other people? How do we help other people create these success pathways, follow the success pathway for the team, for the organization. And the reality is there are very few roles right now where other people are not a key part of success. So when your success depends on other people, (laughs) congratulations, you're a leader. In reality, our success almost always depends on other people. So what's the secret to getting other people to be successful? It starts with connection and trust building. Connection plus trust equals influence. And that influence is the currency you can spend to get things done, to get people to follow you, to get people to to be accountable, to do the things that you know need to be done. Connection and trust building are critical to that. So whether these other people are internal or external customers, building connection and trust does lead to greater influence. Influence, as I've stated, is critical to engaging people around a purpose or an effort and getting the results you desire. So how do we bring this all together? How do we do it? We go back to what we've been looking at the last several weeks. How do we get other people to follow the success pathway? How do we create a success pathway? Here is what I found to be a very effective method, and this may sound familiar to you. Number one, assess. Assess the situation, the people, assess the available resources to gain clarity on current reality. Number two, equip. Prepare through learning, development, resourcing, whatever is needing, equipping. 
That's what we need to do. Number three, align. This is getting all heads in the game. Using the accountability equation, align every person for optimal results. Invest the time and resources to do this. It will have a massive return on investment. And I know right now with everybody so busy, so focused on all the activity in life, let me ask you a question. If you did a time study, and, and one of my clients just sent me an email yesterday. She had recently done a time study at my request. She kept track of the things she spent time, energy, and focus on for a two-week period. And the results were eye-opening. If you would do the same thing, and then you were honest with yourself and looked at those results after two weeks, I think you would find many different ways to increase and free up time, focus, and energy, which are some of your most important resources. Aligning is critical to do that. We need to align our efforts. And when things are uncertain and when there's too much busyness, we have to realign. We have to reassess. Go back through the process. Let's reassess it. Let's figure out what's going on. What really needs to stay and what needs to go. That's an alignment process. And the more we can refine the aligning, the better off we're going to be. The last part of that is succeed. Success is the outcome of good work. More importantly, following methods and processes, you want to be in that place of sustainable success. So when we talk about succeeding, however you define success, having a success pathway can turn goals into reality. An interesting benefit of this approach is that by doing this, we've created a liberating structure. You have literally freed up time, energy, and focus for other priorities. In today's world, we can all use more of those three things. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Building Healthy Organizations by EQFIT. We do understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior and performance in the workplace. We also love hearing your suggestions and ideas. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover, please send us an email at info at gscfit.com. For more information and inspiration, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and of course our website, eqfit.org.